There are less than 10 games remaining for the Dallas Stars in the 22-23 regular season. And on today's episode, we'll be getting you prepared for the week ahead. The Dallas Stars have some easy opponents at the start, but then a rough finish in Colorado on Saturday. We'll get you ready for everything you need to know this week as it pertains to the Dallas Stars playoff race on today's episode of Locked On Stars. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, coming to you on this Tuesday, March 28th. And whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener, thank you for stopping by and making the Locked On Stars podcast your first listen every single day. Be sure to subscribe to the show on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast at audio-wise, whether that be Spotify, Apple, we're always free and available no matter where or how you choose to listen. And we have a lot to talk about today. The Stars have a busy week ahead of them in terms of, you know, there's less than 10 games remaining in the season. The playoff race is starting to heat up in terms of who's going to finish where in the Central Division in terms of seeding. But also the Dallas Stars have a relatively light schedule. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But before we get to that, we have to talk about what happened on Saturday. I know, I know, I don't want to talk about it either. I, I am quite frankly sick and tired of the Vancouver Canucks and their games because what, what's the point? You win three games against the Stars. We haven't beaten them since before the COVID-19 pandemic. And, and for what? Not even, you know, the Canucks aren't bad enough to be a, a team, you know, at the top of the lottery, but they're also not going to go to the playoffs. And so it, it's frustrating that a team like Vancouver has Dallas's number uh, over the past couple of seasons. The Dallas Stars have beaten every Western Conference team this season, uh, including the Minnesota Wild, the Colorado Avalanche, the Vegas Golden Knights twice, the LA Kings, Seattle, uh, Winnipeg. But the only Western Conference team they have not beaten this season is the Vancouver Canucks. And the Dallas Stars scored first on Saturday night. It looked like we were finally going to maybe see a changing of the tide in this weird interconference or interdivision rather series and it was a Ryan Suter goal it felt like it was meant to be the curse was finally going to be broken but then the stars were squished like a bug after that opening goal from Ryan Suter the only stars goal of the evening and Vancouver just played a lot harder they seemed to want this game a lot more as the game continued to go on Vancouver led the game in blocked shots 21 to 7 and the Dallas Stars also went 0 for 3 on the power play. A penalty kill for Vancouver, who had, I believe, now they're up to 14 shorthanded goals. The Stars allowed a shorthanded goal uh, after, you know, and that's what tied the game. They're up 1-0. They're on the power play. Excellent opportunity to build a multi-goal lead and generate some momentum with a backup rookie goalie in net in Matt Murray. And it, it just, <laughs> again, you could not script it any better than how the NHL scriptwriters had this final game between these two teams going this season. After an incredible heroic performance from Jake Ottinger and the team on Thursday against the Pittsburgh Penguins, 
the Stars just looked flat on Saturday night. They rolled the dice with a rookie goalie and Matt Murray, but, I mean, Jake Ottinger absolutely needed rest, so it felt like a somewhat logical decision because you can you know, weigh your options of play Jake Ottinger now, but maybe he's not as fresh for the postseason or vice versa. You wanted to be as fresh as possible for the postseason, but you might be sacrificing some games here down the stretch, and that could affect where you finish in terms of standings in the playoff race. And, and you know, Matt Murray, I think he did fine. I, I think he's been fine in his, what, three games now into his early NHL career, but he also wasn't given the necessary help on both ends of the ice. Of course, a shorthanded goal is never an ideal situation to be in when you're a goalie having to face a player shorthanded. That probably means he's an open ice. He has plenty of space to work with. Only one goal scored from a, let's face it, Ryan Suter at this point is a depth defenseman. And it, it just was not a great situation. I don't know if the Stars win this game even with Jake Gottinger because, again, the Stars' offense was not necessarily clicking and the defense also having a few lapses here and there, allowing the Vancouver Canucks to get on the board probably more than they should have. But I think we could also be seeing the return of Scott Wedgwood pretty soon. We'll talk about that a little bit later on in the show. It, it's frustrating. I don't know what it is with the Vancouver Canucks, but thankfully the Dallas Stars will not have to see them again until next season because, again, Vancouver is not going to the postseason and the Dallas Stars are. And, and so we won't have to worry about this team again uh, until, you know, at the earliest uh, October of 2023. Who knows when they'll actually be slated to play the Stars on the schedule, but I'm just glad that we don't have to think about them for quite some time. And the Stars are in a weird place, though, where, you know, they lose this game and they get leapfrogged by Minnesota and Colorado is quite literally, you know, on their heels. By the time you're hearing this, they might actually be tied with or above the Stars. Uh, I'm, the exact point numbers are eluding me, but on Monday night, the Colorado Avalanche played the mighty, mighty Ducks of Anaheim because we know the Ducks are just an absolute juggernaut this season. Um, of course, being sarcastic, I imagine the Avalanche win that game handily uh, and they add two more points to their resume so the the stars are starting to feel a little bit more pressure it's starting to get a lot hotter in the kitchen but you have to imagine the wild and the avalanche feel it too because it, this race is so close i mean it's all within one or two points for each of these three teams and so the question is who is going to crack under this pressure and who will flourish i don't think this one loss to vancouver is ugly as it was i don't think it's in you know a, an indicator of what the rest of the season will look like for dallas hopefully it's just one final hiccup in the road here with you know less than 10 games remaining on the schedule. It's time for the Dallas Stars to buckle down and show that they're serious about getting this number one seed in the, in the division and maybe even still the conference if they can win their games and hope for some losses in the Pacific Division with Los Angeles and Las Vegas. But you also have to take into account that the Wild and Avalanche have relatively easy schedules. The Avalanche and the Stars near the bottom of the NHL in strength of schedule, the Minnesota Wild ranking 12th, but still they have more bad opponents than they do good opponents, if that makes sense. And they're playing some of their best hockey up in Minnesota, even without Kirill Kaprizov, which is just absolutely insane and, and showing us how good this Minnesota team can actually be when they're at their best. And they seem to be at their best right now, which is funny because they're missing their superstar forward. But an ugly loss on Saturday, but now the Stars have a chance to start fresh this week, and that starts tonight in Chicago. Well, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we'll talk about the need for energy in the Dallas Stars locker room. There were some interesting comments from head coach Pete DeBoer after Saturday night's loss. We'll listen to those, and we'll talk about it 
right after this. Today's episode of Locked On Stars is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. The tournament is heating up, and there's no better place to get in on the Final Four action than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. That's because right now, FanDuel is giving new customers a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on and sign up today to claim your no-sweat first bet. Then you can wager on everything from the money line to point spreads to which team will be cutting down the net. All on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So don't miss your shot at a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of Locked On Stars. I want to thank you again for making the Locked On Stars podcast your first listen of the day. Continuing to talk about this Stars team and the need for energy here down the stretch of the season. And I think Saturday night was a good reminder of kind of what this year has been. And the, that, that's a reminder that the Dallas Stars tend to play to the level of their competition. For the majority of the year, they've played very good and tight contested games against good teams. Both times they played the Boston Bruins, the games were close. They were competitive. You can say the same uh, with a few matchups with the Colorado Avalanche, the Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs, so on and so forth. They tend to play pretty well against the, the class of the National Hockey League. But then you look at some ridiculous losses uh, against the Vancouver Canucks, the Anaheim Ducks. They got shut out in Anaheim, losing a couple times to San Jose, a home loss to the Columbus Blue Jackets, et cetera, et cetera. You guys get the point. And, and you would think at this juncture of the season, the Stars really shouldn't struggle with this, that they should be fired up for every single opponent. But that really hasn't been the case, especially down the backstretch of this season post-All-Star break. And it's just odd because of the playoff race. And, and Stars head coach Pete DeBoer had some comments and thoughts on this Saturday night after the loss to Vancouver. We walk into our dressing room, we've got a giant standings board right there. That should get you up, right? And you want to hold on to first place. You want to finish as high as possible. I mean, it shouldn't take more motivation than that. And we've been burned by some of these teams this year. So, you know, that uh, that should motivate you. The nice part of all of this is the Stars finally have a chance to right some wrongs this week, especially tonight in Chicago against the Blackhawks. And then later this week, when they head to the desert uh, to Mullet Arena for a game against the Arizona Coyotes. But I mean, I really, what more motivation do you need than to one, get into the Stanley Cup playoffs and also get a high seed and have the opportunity to claim home ice advantage? Which, granted, the Stars have not been the best team at home this season, but in the playoffs, I think it really does matter. And the Stars really have, you know, a very nice, uh, I guess, buffet set out in front of them if you want to call it that six of the next stars nine games will be against non-playoff teams and you can say seven if you want to count the Nashville Predators this includes teams like Chicago Arizona St. Louis Detroit Philadelphia teams like that upcoming on the schedule really the only for sure playoff teams remaining on the stars schedule to close out the year are the Colorado Avalanche in Colorado this weekend, and then the Vegas Golden Knights in Dallas in April. And it's at this point, it's up to the team to get themselves ready for these games, to get themselves up for these games. I talk about all the time on this show, 
on the national show, Locked On NHL. Check us out, Western Conference Tuesdays. I talk about the leadership in this locker room, the veteran presence, and how valuable that stuff is or how valuable that is to this team, to this organization. And I still believe that to be true, but I it needs to show more now more than ever because this is such a crucial point in the season. Even if some of the opponents aren't the biggest names, all of the games are important because every single night there's two points up for grabs and you must do everything you can to get two points on your end and then just hope that the other teams in the division, Colorado and Minnesota, are losing a few games here and there so that way you can slide up a little bit in the division rankings. And the Stars have wasted a lot of opportunities this season with countless overtime losses, a few regulation losses that probably should have been overtime losses uh, where they could have at least gotten some points, and it's now starting to come back and bite them. And so now is the time for the leadership to step up and set the tone, set the bar for the rest of the locker room to get fired up and energized for these games because even with all of these quote-unquote bad teams these tanking teams lottery teams coming up on the schedule they're not going to be easy games because now this is a point in the season for those teams where there are rookies and ahl players uh college players that are you know finished with their season at the ncaa level who will be playing uh, with their nhl club and they're going to be quite literally fighting for their nhl career some guys fighting for a next contract some guys fighting for a contract beyond their entry-level deal. And, and so it, it's kind of that time of year where even if it's a really bad team on the schedule, you can still expect a tough fight because you're going to be playing against guys that don't that have a lot to lose and, and they have to do everything they can in order to make sure their career sees at least one more season. And so it's games like this late down the stretch of the calendar that really matter to some of the guys on this team. And it should still matter to the Dallas Stars just for a different reason. And the Stars have to take advantage of their schedule because you know that the Colorado Avalanche are going to take care of their schedule as well. I mentioned earlier, them and the Stars, I believe, are 30th and 31st or somewhere in that range of remaining strength of schedule. And I mean, you look at some of Colorado's opponents. They have Anaheim tonight. They'll play Anaheim again here down the final stretches of the season. They play the San Jose Sharks two more times. They have the Nashville Predators on the schedule. They have a few more tough matchups. Uh, they play Dallas again, of course. That's not going to be an easy out, I'd imagine. They play Edmonton. They play Minnesota again. So they do have some tricky opponents. But you have to imagine the Dallas Stars, or rather the Colorado Avalanche, are going to take care of business against these lesser teams like the Sharks and the Ducks and the Predators and whoever else they have on their schedule. I left a few teams off, but you guys get the idea. I mean, you we know what Colorado's made of, and I've been saying all season that around this time they're finally going to start to catch fire and they're finally going to you know, make that final push to claim the first spot in the division and then be just an absolute menace in the playoffs. And, and so they're going to take care of business on their end. I know that they are. So it's important that the Dallas Stars do the same. And if they are going to lose that first place spot in the division, it's crucial that they get the two seats. So they can at least have home ice advantage in that first divisional matchup. I, I imagine that that would be a date with the Minnesota Wild. And I feel like home ice advantage could be a huge make or break deal for both of those teams in that hypothetical best of seven first round series. We're going to take one more quick break, but when we come back, we'll look ahead to tonight's game against the Chicago Blackhawks and talk about how I would approach the goalie situation for the team this week with Scott Wedgwood potentially set to come back and join the stars. All right, everybody, we're closing out this Tuesday episode of locked on stars. It has the potential to be a very nice week 
for our Dallas Stars. They, of course, get two, you know, bottom of the league, bottom of the division teams in Chicago and Arizona on the schedule here tonight and Friday. And especially if you look at this Blackhawks game, this should be a great opportunity for the Stars. They should be chomping at the bit. They should be salivating over this opportunity to go out and get two points. Not that it's going to be easy to get these two points, but they are more than capable of winning this game against the Blackhawks, who appear to be in full-on Connor Bedard mode with five straight losses. And there's even a chance maybe the Stars will get to see an old friend in Anton Hudobin, who, of course, was a part of the trade for Max Domi. Uh, but Hudobin has only started one game for the Blackhawks, I believe, since arriving in Chicago. Uh, he's, you know, fighting for minutes with Alex Delock, Peter Mrazek, so on and so forth. But maybe the Blackhawks will let him get to play against his former team again with five straight losses. This is a drastically different Blackhawks team than the Stars have seen for the majority of this season. We all know, of course, Max Domi is no longer a member of the team. He's now in a victory green sweater. Patrick Kane is gone. Jonathan Taves hasn't been playing. Uh, and the, the Blackhawks have really just been stripped of all their parts, it seems. Their leading scorer now is Taylor Radish with 33 points, which if Taylor Radish was had the exact same numbers he had on the Blackhawks but was on the Dallas Stars, he would be eighth on the team in points. But he is first on the team in Chicago, which is just absolutely insane that how much guys like Domi and Patrick Kane were doing before their departures at the trade deadline. And so the, what, what's nice, though, about this week is the Stars, of course, play tonight. They've had a few days off between Saturday and today. They've, of course, traveled to Chicago, but then they won't play again until Friday, which allows for rest for the entire team, which is nice. But more specifically, it allows rest for the goalies. And we know that Scott Wedgwood is on this trip, according to the Dallas Stars social media pages pictures of the team walking to the plane. There was a goalies picture with, of course, Jake Ottinger, but then walking next to Jake was Scott Wedgwood. And I have not seen an official announcement at the time of recording saying that Wedgwood is good to go and that, you know, Matt Murray has been loaned back to the Texas Stars. But I, I think it's a good sign that he's on this trip. I don't think you just bring a guy who's continuing to rehab and recover on a road trip without any intention of playing him or at least having him prepared to back up. But it, it, let's just say, hypothetically, that Scott Wedgwood is healthy. Here's what I would do. If he's healthy, 100% good and ready to go, I start him tonight in Chicago, and then I also start him on Friday in Arizona. And that allows Jake Ottinger to get plenty of rest, plenty of time to recover, and he's good to go on Saturday in Colorado. And then that, I mean, Jake Ottinger will have not played in, I mean, over a week, which I, I guess that could be a little bit risky, but with how much he's been used, it might not be the worst thing. I don't think this will happen. I, I think it's possible that Jake Ottinger gets to start in Chicago. Scott Wedgwood maybe gets to start on Friday in Arizona. And then with it being a back-to-back, -back, you get Jake Ottinger on Saturday in Colorado, which I think would still be fine. But just think of the idea that, you know, Jake Ottinger plays Thursday against the Pittsburgh Penguins and then gets basically an entire week off uh, only practicing and, and things like that in between. And I think that would do wonders for him. I, we know that he's starting to get burnt out a little bit. His number is not as impressive, although Thursday against Pittsburgh was a very good performance from Jake. But like I said earlier, stars need him to be fresh for the playoffs. They need him to be at his absolute best like they got last year in that series against the Calgary Flames. And regardless of who's in net, with both of these games on the schedule, Tuesday and Friday, 
we should hope and count on the Stars getting some proper offensive support uh, against some pretty shaky Chicago and Arizona teams. So even, you know, you say, well, Wedgwood might not be super fresh because he's been recovering from injury. He might have to get reacclimated. These seem like pretty good games to get reacclimated in. He might not be perfect. He might not have the best outings. But given what we've seen from Scott Wedgwood this season, again, this is if he's fully healthy, I think that he can do enough to get the Stars the stops that they need. The offense just has to hold up their end of the deal and score three, four, maybe even five goals and, and really give themselves the offensive insurance that they seem to have been missing over the past several games, even the games that they've been winning. Not too many of them have been super dominant from the get-go offensively, and I think it would be a breath of fresh air for this Stars team if they're able to get that for either Jake Ottinger or Scott Wedgwood. But that is going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you again for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. Be sure to hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube or the follow button on your favorite podcasting platform of choice. We're always free and available no matter where or how you choose to listen. And you can also find and follow us on social media at Dane double underscore Lewis is my personal Twitter account. You can also find the show at Locked on Stars. We'll be back here tomorrow talking about what transpires in Chicago tonight, recapping the stars at Blackhawks game, hopefully talking about a Dallas Stars win. But I hope you guys have a fantastic Tuesday and we'll see you back here tomorrow.